Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. It's all about releasing the blocks and becoming unstoppable. Each week, you'll get new insights from myself and other experts on how to brand yourself, impact the world, and profit like a boss. We cover how to remove unconscious beliefs that keep you stuck and move towards a life of inspiration and alignment. Let's go. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me on another episode. I am so excited to welcome on Rachel Engom. She is such a powerhouse in business. And I've just kind of like watched her business explode over the last year. Uh, It was existing before that time, but just like this monumental growth. So that's why I'm super excited to invite her on is because we are going to tap into her brain and resources on how she got that done, make her spill all the tea on it. So welcome, Rachel. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) Super excited to have you here. So when you got started online in your business, you were kind of in a fitness niche, and then you ended up transitioning into teaching business. Can you give us the details on how you started your journey online and like how you transitioned now and exploded into a million dollar business. Yeah. So I feel like a dinosaur in the online space. I started back in March of 2011. My very first customer was my mom and then my dad, (laughs) um, back when I was in network marketing and I started off just, you know, I was a consumer of the product, fell in love with the product, signed up for a discount and ended up kind of becoming an accidental entrepreneur. I didn't really take the business seriously until I couldn't find a job. I graduated with my master's in social work and I couldn't find a job anywhere. Um, we ended up with negative $400 in our checking account. And it was kind of like, all right, you have this business thing that you're making like $200 a weekend. Why don't you actually try that? And so I decided to go all in and invested in learning social media, specifically Facebook and Instagram to grow my business. And things really took off. We hit like six figures um, two years later, which was huge going from like $20,000 a year to $100,000 a year at the time. That was like insanity. Um, And things were great until that business restructured, my income was cut in half and it was left at kind of like, all right, what are you going to do now? Um, you got to figure something else out. And getting a job was never really an option after that point. And I had like that taste of entrepreneurship and having my own schedule and traveling and doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And one of the things that I realized was that I was really good obviously at social media, but specifically at Pinterest. And this is something that I saw was a huge asset to my business and helped me grow my traffic, grow my email list. And hardly anyone was really talking about it. And when I was, you know, sharing with some of, you know, I actually did training calls for my network marketing company on how to use Pinterest for your business. And when I start wanted to branch off into this space, I thought like, how could I really add value? How could I serve? What are people not doing? It was just kind of like Pinterest was that light bulb thing. And so it was August of 2017. I decided to start this business and I was doing both. I was like in the fitness space. I was doing the business thing. And it was January of 2018 where I decided to make this big leap and commit completely to this business. And my mom thought I was crazy. She was like, what are you doing? You have like a hundred thousand followers in your fitness business and you worked so hard to build all this up and all this stuff. 
And I just told her, sometimes you have to give up the good to go for the great. And I have this feeling in my gut that if I go all in, I can do something really, really special here. So I made the decision to let my fitness business kind of go. And I'm really blessed that I set up really good systems and I'm still making like pretty much a full-time income from that business two years later. Um, But I decided to go all into this business and it has just been insane what's possible when you have the right strategy and the right mindset and you go all in. So that's a little bit background to my story. I think that's amazing um, that if you identify in what you just said, there was a couple different decision times and one of it, a lot of people get stuck in is um, since this show is about getting unstuck I can identify the person that's making like $200 a week and they're like, other people are making six figures. I don't know how. And they stay in the, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you had a decision to just go all in and whatever that meant that you had to find out, do implement, start doing like all the things and you did it. Like you didn't stay stuck in the, I don't know, you know, in that brain space of like, I, I guess I'll just say that, you know, and then, um, I guess what you don't see in all of that is how many times I tried something and failed and tried something and failed and tried something and failed. And I was just so stubborn that I said, I'm going to figure it out. Like something mm-hmm. is going to work. I'm going to figure this out. And I was just too stubborn to give up. And a lot of people will just try one thing and be like, well, that didn't work. I guess this, this doesn't work. You know, yeah. I was too stubborn to give up. That's so good. Yeah. And, it, and also I feel like it's coming from this space and, you know, reject this if it isn't true, but it seems like failure to you isn't failing. No, it, not at all. Yeah. It, it's um, failure is just feedback on, yeah. oh, okay, let me deviate a little bit over here and like turn my trajectory just a little bit and see if that is the thing that, you know, cause you had exponential growth from like $200 a week to six figures a year is a huge leap, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you said it. Failure is just feedback. And so one of my students actually wanted me to make a podcast on like some of my top failures and mistakes. And it was hard for me to come up with a list because I honestly didn't acknowledge a lot of the things that I've gone through as failures, even though a lot of people would have. It was just like, oh, that was a big lesson that I learned that helped me move forward. Um, I think a big part of it is just changing the way you see failure. You know, it is just feedback on your road to something bigger and better. Yeah, that's so good. And then also um, making the shift, even though the people that are closest to you are questioning your sanity, like if you have a vision (laughs) (laughs) and you know, like you are meant for more and you feel it with every fiber of your being, like people around you are going to be like, are you nuts? Like you're crazy because you have built something that operates day and night and everything. And like, why can't you be happy with that? And what that I found, what it relates to is people stuck in a values level Mm. of that's just good enough. But then like change agents view things in a way of like, no, like I am meant for so much more. In other words, like in staying in this, like I will feel dissatisfied or unfulfilled each day I wake up because I know I'm not playing all out. For sure. And I think a big thing too is um, 
entrepreneurs tend to get, especially if you're newer, they tend to get discouraged because they're sharing everything they're doing in their business with people who are not entrepreneurial. And so like my mom, she's never been an entrepreneur. And so she didn't really understand. And the biggest like piece of advice I would have is one, follow your gut always, but two, surround yourself with a mentor or a mastermind or other entrepreneurs. Like if I were to tell just a regular person what I made and what I spent in my business in January, they would look at me like I was an insane person. (laughs) You know, like if you're not an entrepreneur, you just don't get it. And so that's why it's so important that you have like a network of other entrepreneurs that you can talk to about this stuff because the average person just does not understand. It's so true. And that's such a valid point because like I was at this conference recently to get certified in NLP, timeline therapy and um, hypnosis. And basically all of those modalities allow me to brainwash someone into believing in themselves. And I could see the vision of where I could use that with entrepreneurs and who people who are questioning themselves and struggle with self-doubt and all the things. And I called home on one of the breaks and my dad was like, you could hear in his intonation, like, well, I hope you get your investment back from this yeah. thing that you're doing. I, I know you've you know, taken time out to do it. So that's your resources and you've probably paid for it. And it, and just his, the, the level of values that he's at right now will not appreciate the investment that I'm putting into this, but I'm looking at it as an entrepreneur, like how can I turn around and a affect other people's lives with this, but also how can I monetize it? Totally. And so one of the things I was talking to my husband about who he's, he's not, like really an entrepreneur, uh, kind of, but he's from West Africa and grew up like super frugal. And so I told him when I got back from Tony Robbins business master, I'm like, one of the things I want to do, like after I have this baby and the baby's a little bit older is, um, join Tony Robbins platinum partnership. And he was like, how much is it? I was like, do I want to tell him? Cause <laughs> I should just sign up for it and not tell him. Um, it's $85,000 a year. And he was like, Oh my gosh, you can buy a house. And I was like, but imagine if I learn one strategy that makes us $85,000, you know, it's totally worth it. And that's like the same thing that I thought of when I joined, um, I'm in two masterminds this year when I joined one of them, it's a $24,000 a year commitment. And Part of me was like, oh, that's that's quite a bit of money, you know? And the other part was like, there could be one thing that you learn or one strategy or one takeaway that easily makes up for it. And I had a call yesterday um, with the mentor of that mastermind. And I was like, oh yeah, today's call could easily make me $24,000, like easily. And it's just a way of looking at that investment differently. It is so everything. Like what you just captured right there is everything because it is looking at that call. Like I'm going to play full out and I'm going to get my 24,000 back. You know, I'm going to find a way to use this. And, you know, entrepreneurs look at it as scalable. Like if I can make $24,000 back, I can double that or, you know, scale it. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Did you kind of struggle with imposter syndrome when you were switching from the fitness niche? Like you're like, this is my niche. This is what I led with. This is what everyone knows me as they're expecting this fitness thing from me. And now I'm shifting into teaching Pinterest and business strategies online. Was there any time where you kind of felt like, who am I to be teaching business now? Like I haven't had, you know, I've, I've gotten success online, but 
is it enough? Like, did you ever struggle with that mentality? And if so, like, what were the words that like pushed you past it? I'm sure I did. Um, it was, <laughs> it was hard when I was trying to teach business to my fitness people and they wanted nothing to do with it. And I realized, oh, you have to completely start over. You need a new Facebook page. You need a new Instagram. Like these people are not your new, your new audience. Um, to be totally honest, I think, cause I made that, I made an investment in hiring a coach for that year. And it was a $24,000 investment back when we were making $4,000 a month. So it was like half of my income was spent on my coach. That was huge. I didn't have like the time to really self doubt so much <laughs> because I was so focused on, I got to make this investment work. And so I really didn't let myself like get in my head that much. I'm sure I had moments where like things sucked. I remember one in particular, I was hosting a webinar and I totally bombed. It was either I bombed or webinar jam bombed. I don't remember which one. It could have been both. Um, and I remember I just felt like such a failure that day. And I just like, I'm like, you're done working for the day. You can go lay in bed and watch TV. Um <laughs> Like I'm going to binge on Netflix now. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so that was one, that was a good moment. Um, but to be totally honest, like, I think I was just in a, you have to go, 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 go. Like I wasn't even thinking that much back then. It was like, just make your money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. And it's so good that you, even though you weren't at the amount per month that people would justify a $24,000 a year coach, like you saw the value in it enough. Like you're like, this person has my next, not only next step, but next 10 steps. And I need to learn from them and apply like everything I'm learning. And that's why within two years, this new business venture turned into a million dollar business. Like I'm hearing it's the way you've applied yourself, the way you viewed things and yeah, the way you haven't viewed things. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I mean, that $24,000 turned into $430,000 our first year in business. Like I never thought that was possible ever in a million years, but I've always been a huge believer in following your gut. And when I saw my coach, I just had that feeling like you have to do this. Like, don't worry about the, how you're going to make it like, or like, I didn't even have any of those like worries in my head. It was like, just go. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. It's a good transition into Activate. Um, It's a program that you have established, you know, modeling the model that you've done, you know, you've followed is um, you offer this program for entrepreneurs who are, might be stuck in their business or stuck not knowing or stuck on that first step. So can you tell us like what that is? Like, where do you see people when you usually get them on board with your program and like what specific steps do you take to like get them to be profitable immediately? Yeah. So a lot of things they're struggling with one, like it could be self-doubt. So business is 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. So we work on like their belief, their vision. Um, a lot of times they come to me, sometimes they have like a physical product and they want to create something that's more passive. So I've had people come to me that have their own CBD line or essential oil line. Um, literally like they own and manufacture their own thing, or they are trading time for money in a hair salon or they're a virtual assistant. And they just want to create something that's a little bit more passive. Um, which I've been able to do, you know, like I work 
probably 25 hours a week right now. And when I have this baby in six weeks, it'll be less than that. And we just create really smart systems. And so we teach those systems to them. And so one of the first things we do, like our second call was yesterday and I had them just create an epic offer. And I was like, all right, create this offer and we're going to go sell it. Like, I want you to reach out to 20 people. That would be a good fit and sell something. And I'm like, you don't have to have a fancy sales page. You don't have to have like all these pieces in place. You could just set up a PayPal link. Just let's create a killer offer that you feel really strong about. And maybe someone in the program here that's on the call will buy it from you or they'll have a referral for you. But I want you just to go out and take messy action. Like, I don't want you to think you have to have all the answers. You have to have it all in place. I want you to go. So you make your investment back right away. Mm, That's so good because I think a lot of coaches will get people stuck in the like, let's uh, take two weeks to create an avatar and let's take another four weeks to create all the slides for your webinar. And, you know, then I think it escalates people's self-doubt that you're mm-hmm. the exact thing that you're trying to work them through is like believing in themselves. And they're like, well, I'm still not making money. And there's like six weeks into this program. Yeah. Like I want you making money fast. And even if it's a little bit, like that'll build your belief that you can make more. Yeah. That is so good. It's so powerful. Um, so the, the program that they do with you is over the course of a year. So you get them making money pretty quickly. What's the rest of the year look like for them? Like, is it building out these systems? Like what? Yeah. So we build out like webinar systems for them. So that's one of the things we have a webinar that's done. Uh, over half a million dollars automated, like an automated webinar funnel. So I teach them how to do that and get that set up. Um, and within the program, cause we cut, we've worked with so many entrepreneurs at this point. Like we've had, I think almost 5,000 students go through our courses in the past a little more than two years. And so I see patterns that come up. So a lot of times people are getting stuck with tech or Facebook ads or funnels. And so we're like, how could we incorporate this into the program? So within Activate, we have someone in the Facebook group that's helping them with tech support, with Facebook ads, with copywriting, with funnels, um, you know, with all the things that they need to actually move forward. And then another thing that we saw people are getting stuck with is they were getting lost in group programs. And so we're like, how could we make this more personalized for them? So we actually have hired coaches within the program. So they're getting coaching calls twice a month with one of our coaches that have actually gone through this program and they've seen results. And then one thing that makes this a little bit different is we actually have a spiritual mentor in the program too. And this is totally optional for the ladies, but I'm like, when you take advantage of, um, Tasha is who I brought on board. She's freaking amazing. And I'm like, just to have someone to talk about like everything that's going on spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and have someone there to pray with you. Like that is so, so powerful. And that brings exponential growth. Um, So we brought her on board too, to kind of help them see even more results into, into their business and in their personal lives too. Yeah. I think that's so powerful to offer the option because even if people's beliefs aren't exactly the same, they can still use a resource of praying to like a higher power that they believe in. Yep. Um, and I also think it's important because a couple episodes ago, I interviewed um, a friend of mine, Brian Dixon, and he um, helps entrepreneurs. I know Brian. You do. <laughs> he was on my podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. He's so good. Um 
he's been having a money program for entrepreneurs and it is focused on Christian entrepreneurs because a lot of the messages that they had originally were like, if money's the root of all evil, like how are you going to rush out and go get money? You're like, be motivated by it. So I think that's so powerful for entrepreneurs to free themselves from that. Like, you know, they can look at something like you're doing, you have um, a cause that you you know, have some of the proceeds go to and everything. So it can be used for something amazing, you know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the huge things that I believe in and what I tell all my students and activate, like to get them on board is the more money you make, the more impact you can have. And so my husband's in Senegal, West Africa right now, getting a well set up with the money that we've been able to make with our business that we're able to now contribute and help other people. And so I think a lot of times people think money, especially if you grow up and with some kind of religious crap being taught to you, that's not true. Um, You have that belief that money is evil or you shouldn't make a lot of money. And I'm under the belief that God wants you to prosper and it's not my money, it's his money. And I'm going to be a good steward of that. And I'm going to invest it wisely. So it's going to grow and multiply. And I'm going to give as much as I possibly can to help people and support them all over the world. Yeah. I love that heart of service, you know, and just, knowing who you are within your belief is so strong and uh, what a great evidence procedure for your husband. Like he's seeing you invest all this into training and everything, but he's in Africa giving people the ability to have running water now because I wish I could be with him. If I were not eight months pregnant, I would be. (laughs) Um, I'm like, I'm so jealous. I see him and I'm like, Oh, I wish I were there, but yeah. I'll be there soon. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's so good. Um, And then just kind of circling back around um, when you first started coming out with your business topic, it was Pinterest. And a lot of people kind of view it as like a platform to pin cutesy photos and recipes and stuff like that. Like they really don't see the opportunity to use it for a business. So what was the thing that kind of differentiated it for you? Like this is what I should pour gasoline on and create a fire for my business. I didn't even know it was like accidental and I was blogging and I saw my traffic just increase like crazy. And I looked at my Google analytics and I saw I had 34,000 people coming to my blog every month from Pinterest. And I was like, Hmm, you might be onto something. What if you actually took this seriously and you were more intentional about it? Um, so that's when I decided to kind of go all in and really create like a strategy behind it. And then when I started seeing results with that, that's when I started teaching it to other people. But it's such a powerful platform. I mean, my fitness blog that I haven't touched in over two years, like I still make sales from it, which blows my mind. It's just the power of Pinterest and it working for you over time. Mm. What would you say is the differentiator between like someone considering like Facebook ads? And of course that goes to Instagram, but, um, versus like Pinterest, like spending their time, like really building their time on this platform. So everything that I've done on Pinterest has been free. We haven't actually done ads on the platform. I've considered it and I'm like, we should, we should try it. But everything that I've done and I've taught, it's free traffic. Um, 
we do Facebook ads too, because it's a great investment and return on your investment. Right. Uh, but everything on Pinterest, it's free with Facebook and Instagram. If you're trying to do it organically, you have to be on the platform all the time. Like Instagram stories, you got to upload like every half an hour if you want to stay relevant. Um, and a lot of times, you know, with Instagram and Facebook, people aren't even seeing your content, like just the way that it's set up, you're getting kind of screwed now, unless you want to pay for it with Pinterest, like the content I posted in April of 2015 is still getting repinned and still bringing traffic to my blog. And that's free, something I did years and years ago, that's still bringing an audience. And I'm still being able to build my email list from that and make sales from it. It's, it's just a really, really powerful platform. Mm, that is so good, you know, and it, it is, it has changed greatly with Facebook and Instagram on like, you really have to pay to play, you know, they wanting to make it more of a like community and family resource and everything. So if they're not just promoting your content, just because it's a great piece of content, you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> they have to pay to play. Yep. Um, with those Pinterest strategies. So you typically have a pin and you bring them to a piece of content that's relevant to that. So they come to your blog. Yep. And on that, are you trying to say, Hey, I have this resource you could purchase right away. Or are you trying to get them into your email list? What's the sense of priority for you? get them on the email list. And so at Tony Robbins Business Mastery, they said it takes an average of 16 impressions for someone to actually like become a customer. And so think about when someone comes from Pinterest, it's cold traffic. And so they don't know who the heck you are. So you got to use that time to add value with your content and get them on your email list. And then when they're on your email list, that's when you can build a relationship with them and then sell or invite them onto a webinar or join your Facebook group or whatever it is that you want to do. But the ultimate goal is to get them on your email list, not for them to go to like Facebook, Instagram, get lost on another platform or go back to Pinterest. So you have to do a really good job of making a good first impression with your content of adding a lot of value. So they want to opt into your free thing and they see that as kind of the next step for them. Mm -hmm. And then just continue to give them value and uh, build a relationship over time. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, what was your few biggest takeaways at Tony Robbins business event? I mean, I had, I had asked you before hitting record if he was actually there. I didn't know if, you know, if you go to his event, like, do you actually see Tony there? So yeah, he's there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what do you, what did you learn from there? Oh my goodness. I'm literally going through and like, uh, retyping my notes from the event and getting everything like set up. One of the things is, um, how easy it will be for us to increase our business 150% this year. So he gave us like a formula of actually how we're going to make that happen. And it's so doable. Um, so that is one. The other thing is really how important psychology is and the limiting beliefs that people have. And so he, one of the questions he asked is like, like who 
who's having to find out how they're going to like is either increase their customer base or increase their retention or average transaction value or something. And someone raised their hand and she just had a living belief of like, it's not possible in my industry. And he really challenged her of like, no, 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 you can make this happen. Um, and gave her a bunch of different ways that she could. And it's like, so often we get so stuck in our limited thinking that we don't see the other possibilities that are literally right at our fingertips. Um, so that was a big one. Mm. Oh goodness. <laughs> Another big one, just know your numbers. So he brought, um, Keith Cunningham, uh, from, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's the rich dad. And he taught us all about just knowing your numbers and how important it is to actually know um, exactly what's happening in your business. So that's a really big one. And then just how you have to really be resourceful. So Tony gave an example of a seminar that he was leading in Canada, it was Vancouver, Canada, back when he was first starting. And so he collected the money from people and invested it into hosting that seminar. And uh, the Canadian government went up to him and was like, do you have a work permit to be in Canada and do the seminar? And he didn't. And they're like, you can't do it. And Tony's like, crap, I can't refund their money. I already spent it. Like, how am I going to do this? And he just got resourceful. And he's like, all right, we're going to do a traveling seminar. Everyone get on the bus. We're going to drive to the closest city in America. We're going to do the seminar and then take you back on the bus back to Canada. And he was, you know, like, you just figure it out. and You have to get resourceful. And in your business, you're going to go through troubling times. You're going to go through really hard circumstances. And you can choose to give up or you can choose to get resourceful and ask yourself, how can I make this happen instead of like, I can't make this happen. Yeah, that is so good. And it's so good. He shared that vulnerability. Like, I think it's important for, you know, speakers and trainers to not just like stand up at the beginning of the room and be like, Oh, well, when you're here at my level, then blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's like, I started off with not knowing and I started off with inner bullshit as well. And this is how you get past it. Like, yeah, it's so important. One of the things, actually, I'm looking at my notes right now, and he stood up like the first day. He goes, I'm standing here in front of you as a student, as one of the greatest students. You must never stop learning. And it's what you learn after you know everything that really counts. Mm. I adore that man. He has such a good heart. We were able to raise over a million dollars for Operation Underground Railroad. And yeah, it was just really, really cool. He's, you know, a lot of people, they might have like a pre preconceived notion of who he is based on what they see or what they hear about him. But if you've never actually been to his events and you don't see him in action, you don't know how big of a heart he has. Um, he's just a really special guy. And I'm just honored that I was able to go. And that was my fourth Tony event and gotten to learn from him. And he's been pouring into me over the past several, several years. I think that's so important that um, you've continued to grow yourself so much with that. Is it is it just Tony Robbins events that you've gone to or like what other types of events have you done to work on your own mindset? Ooh, so many. It started with Danny Johnson back when I was in network marketing. So that was some of the ones that I went to. And while I was in network marketing, you know, they invited me to like leadership trainings and stuff like that, where we learned from Brendan Burchard and Gary Vaynerchuk and John Maxwell. Um, I've learned a lot from John Maxwell. I got to work with him for an entire year, not like personally, but, goals, um, but like in a group program. 
Um, other events that I've been to, I'm a part of a marketing mastery program right now. And so there's three events um, every year that I go to with that in San Diego and just learning different marketing strategies and that kind of thing. Um, I'm constantly learning. I have, I started a goal in Q4 to read a book a week. Um, and I've actually almost doubled that where I'm reading like a month now. Um, and I'm just a firm believer that I've been put in this position for a reason. I've been really, really blessed to be where I am. And I need to make sure that I continue to grow. I continue to get better. And I can't expect to be the best leader I possibly can be for my students if I'm not continuously growing and investing in myself. Oh, that's everything. You know, it's it's leading by example. It's going first. And that is really even you set an aggressive goal for a book a week and then doubling it. It's like, no, like I need to absorb even more. And just even like a few nuggets that you could take away from a really great, like personal development book can turn into some of your messages. And it, I think it would also help you identify where your student is stuck. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, reading, um, building a story brand, you know, like that's one of the first books that I have my students read. And Donald Miller was actually at the Tony Robbins event. And I was like, Oh, all my students are going to love this. Um, mm-hmm. but another one, I have them read John Maxwell's, uh, 15 invaluable laws of growth. And as they're reading that, they can see like where in their mindset they're getting stuck, um, and what's keeping them from level and so you know as I'm reading these books I'm like oh my students need to read them so I send them books and I'm like you need this (laughs) right now (laughs) it's so good yeah you can be more available to identify their needs and get them past whatever block it is like even with learning this NLP and and hypnosis and everything like that like it just makes it so obvious of where we get um, limiting decisions and beliefs from, like from those beliefs, it turns into a limiting decision because there's, there's like this blob that turns into, um, blinders on. It's like, you can't see anything else than that. And you keep attracting the same circumstances and the same things that make that belief true. So if like someone failed in business before and um, they have a baseline belief that it's going to be like that again. They'll create circumstances and attract things that make that true. So it's like once we uncover these limiting decisions and beliefs, then it's like freedom on the other side of it because you can push past and start to create successes, you know? That's huge. And like that starts with me coaching my students, literally, if they're doing like an enrollment call with me. So like if they're thinking they applied for Activate and they're on that call with me, I had one girl in particular, she was so just stuck in her head of I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I can't do this. And on that call, I was like, I would not be a good coach if I let you go. Like you are such a good fit for this. And what, like, what else are you going to do? You're going to be in the exact same place a year from now if you don't do something different. And so I was able to get her enrolled and then sometimes it happens too like after they enroll they kind of freak out sometimes because they made a big investment in themselves and they're like oh crap like can I get out of it and I'm like if I let you get out of this now like where else is this showing up for you in your life like you made a commitment and I would not 
be a good coach if I let you just back away because I know what you're capable of. I see your potential and we're in this together. So you've got to have faith in yourself and in me that you made the right decision and we're going to the top. Yeah, that turns into so life-changing for them because I think the brain tries to come up with other excuses that a lot hides behind like, I can't afford it. Like there's yes. some, like deeper things that hide behind, I can't afford it when it's, that's the, the initial excuse or something like that. Like the brain can't see past like, no, it's, I don't believe in myself or no, like I am not enough or I'm not worthy of success or like there could be all of these drivers or root causes. And it's so good that you're standing in your power and really like standing with them and being like, no, like I am not going to give up on you. Like (laughs) I did it too many times in the past. You know, I would just like, I would accept their limitations and I would let them go. And it, I realize I'm like, I'm doing them such a disservice by letting them stand in their own limitations. They're standing in their own way and nothing's going to change. They'll be exactly where they are miserable. Like if they don't actually make this change in the now. Yeah, that is so good. That is so good. And just, um, you know, what I'm pick- picking up from that is <clears throat> you learning as a coach of like, okay, this is how I used to respond to that. And this is how I'm no longer going to respond to that. Like, I am going to stand in this, like, I'm going to be there for them. And their life can completely change within the year that they're working with you because you're standing in your power and not letting them off the hook. Yep. You learn as you go. I've learned a lot over the past couple of years and I've learned through, I guess you would call that a failure of like letting someone off the hook of just letting them go and making that decision. I'm not going to let them do that anymore. Yeah. That is so good and life changing for them. Like, you know, it's, it's being, it's showing up as a different coach, you know, definitely. Yeah. And so if people want to find out about you or connect with you, what's the best way? So we have our podcast, the She's Making an Impact podcast. Um, we got lots of great episodes there. If they want to learn more about Pinterest, they can grab my free Pinterest cheat sheet at pinwithrefill.com. Um, and then we have our blog, uh, just she's making an impact.com as well. Perfect. I'm going to link to everything in the show notes. And I am so excited that you joined us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. If you found this episode helpful, you should check out Business Class. It's the online coaching group that gives you inspiration to grow your business, gives you new monthly challenges, holds you accountable, and is one of the only platforms that works on mindset and inner game as hard as we work on progressing your business forward. To join us, check out lisarooney.com forward slash class, C-L-A-S-S. I'll see you there.